So you wanna hire all-star individuals for your home service business. Today, I'm gonna to share with you three major keys to help you do just that. Now, I've been in the contracting business for over eight years now, so I've learned a little bit about hiring talent and getting the right people in your world, okay? Because here's the deal. Hiring is the most valuable, I would say, activity that you can spend your time on because your people are your product. In a service-based business, you don't have an actual product to rely on. You have people creating the product, people curating the product, people servicing the product, so you need great people. First, let's identify what makes a great person. Obviously, this is a very general statement, but I will say this. Accountability is number one. Coachability, number two. And really, number three is character, which usually encompasses those two attributes that I first laid out for you. So what we want to do is we want to create a hiring system that helps us identify those attributes of accountability and coachability in one shot. Okay, so how do we do this? Well, let's first think about how we're hiring now. What I found after interviewing hundreds of contractors of all shapes and sizes, what I found is that there is no hiring strategy it is mostly a random, really just luck process of getting people into the business. Now, this might not look like luck or look like a random sequences of events because it's just normal. If you know somebody or you run into somebody uh, who is at a you know trusted you know location, like for us in the painting business, it would be Sherwin Williams, and they know of somebody that paints. Um, you might say something along the lines of, we'll give them our number, right? We could use someone that paints. Well, this is where a lot of painting business owners and really contracting business owners miss this step here is that this is one of my principles when it comes to hiring. If it's easy to get in, it's going to be easy to get out. You know, a while back when I uh, used to wait tables, I worked so hard to get a job at this restaurant. It was a sushi spot in the town that I live in. And one thing I knew about this sushi place is that I was going to make good money there. And for me as a young kid, not having a ton of resources, this opportunity meant a lot to me. So what was interesting was when somebody had told me to go apply there, when I applied, the manager simply just handed me this menu and said, here, take the test. Um, come back in a week, take the test. And you know, I really didn't understand her too well. She didn't speak the best English, but... I took that menu and I studied my tail off. I studied uh, while I was in school. So I was a senior in high school. Everyone was talking about their plans to go to college. And uh, I'm studying this menu test with sushi on it of food that I've never heard of before. I had never eaten sushi before I got this, uh, I got this test. And what was interesting was is as I'm doing this, there were a lot of times where I wanted to quit. There were a lot of times where I'm like, I don't understand this. Um, there were a lot of times where I was like, I don't need this job, uh, but I pushed through because my why, the reason for getting the job was to put myself in a better position financially to give myself a better opportunity uh, to start building myself was greater than the pain of having to spend a week of my time studying that test. Now, this wasn't like a corporate location. She wasn't going to sit me down at a kiosk and go through questions. This test was her looking at me reading something off of the menu and saying, tell me the ingredients in it. So this wasn't the type of test that you could skip or you could, you know, 
uh, you know, fall short on. You had to know everything front and back. And they did this purposely. It was so interesting looking back. And what it what I found was this was a weaning out process. This this process weeded out the individuals that really wanted the opportunity and really didn't want the opportunity. Right? I'm sure she gave out this little paper menu to maybe hundreds of people that never came back with it because they looked at it and they said, I am not going to spend my time learning this. I'll go find a job somewhere else. So the leverage was in the uh, was in the possession of the business. And what was great about that was that was a filtering out process to see who had what it took. Now, this was a very fast paced restaurant, very high end clientele. If you couldn't pass a simple menu test, you were not going to pass the stress test of a Friday evening uh, during season where, you know, you really have to understand how to manage your time, how to handle stress and really showcase that you want it because you will uh, have failed in that arena. So what qualification process does your applicants have to enter into your world? Because what I said was, was that if it was easy to get, it's going to be easy to let go. So for me, there were times even when I worked at the job where I thought, man, like I want to quit or this isn't working out for me. Of course there was. Right. But then I remembered, I said, you know what? I earned this and it made me want to keep it. So what is it in your business right now that people feel like they earned when they got the job? Right. Because the focus here is hiring. What is it? You know, was it a really extensive hiring process? Was it a multi-step hiring process? Was there a form that needed to be filled out in detail, uh, outlining things that they've done? Was there a true process? And I think the big mistake you might make as a business owner is not putting yourself in the position of an applicant, right? And I think that if we could all get hired by our companies, this would solve the problem, right? Because we would look at it and we would either respect the process or we would look at it like, yeah, this is just going to hold me over until I get to my destination. And that's one of the goals in business. You want to be the destination of an applicant. You want them to, you know, park their car. You want them to plant their roots in your business. But if you don't create an environment that exudes hope, exudes opportunity, right? Then ultimately that person is not going to go in with the momentum you want them to go into. And that could just be your hiring process. So important. So let's outline a hiring process that might help you create an environment, create perception. Now, first, real quick, let me address the guys that are just starting out. When I first started out, this is where I had to use my sales ability to applicants. You have to be able to pitch the vision when you're sitting in front of somebody. You have to be able to get them excited about what you're building alongside them. So don't be intimidated if you don't really have anyone yet and you haven't started hiring. I'd rather you start with a new really, I'd rather you start with this new process than whatever you thought you were going to do, uh, because this is so important. So first of all, we've got to know where to find applicants. This is so important because hiring is a lot like marketing. You know, if you're hiring, obviously you're marketing in some way. You have to put out that you're uh, really a, you're wanting people to enter into your business. That's the, that's really the core of it. You want them to work for you. And really, if you just stay silent, no one will apply. Okay. I've tried this. It doesn't work right now. The interesting thing is, is that if you post online and you pay a little money, then people apply. What is that? That's marketing, right? You're marketing your business. So when I first started out, I did not see hiring and marketing as the same thing, but then I started opening up my eyes and I saw other businesses do this too. 
you know, I don't know if you've ever heard of the U.S. Army, but they run ads all the time. They're hiring, they're recruiting, right? Same thing with some other businesses, maybe in your area, you might see a billboard. Now, let me ask you this. Have you ever driven behind a semi, you know, on the highway? You know, did you notice that they're always trying to hire or recruit uh, people to drive for them? This is the same mindset because interestingly enough, we don't just want to attract people. We want to attract the best people. And we never know when the best people are looking for an opportunity. What I have found is the best people, the ones that stick around, the ones that are 100% are the ones that are looking for a better opportunity, right? So they work for somebody, they're not going to be unemployed. They work for somebody and they want to work for somebody better. Maybe promises weren't kept. Maybe there's no room for advancement. These are hungry, motivated individuals that see their job as something they value and they don't feel valued in their current job. So one of my tips is to always be hiring ABH. Now that just might be, that just might mean having an ad always running, right? For me, I like Indeed. I'm a big fan of Indeed. They make it so easy. We're not going to go into Indeed right now on the details of how to run it or how to use it. Maybe in a different video or maybe in a different training, we'll cover that. But in terms of optimization, in terms of your dollar, Indeed. Interesting, interestingly enough, for me, I can put out an ad on Indeed for a house painter and get over 150 applicants. That's pretty amazing. Okay, so let's put it there. The second thing is, is you have to understand once you get an applicant pool, right? These are just names and resumes. Your time is valuable. I don't know about you, but I don't have time to sit down with 150 people, nor would I want to individually. And if I did, I probably wound up rushing through it and I wouldn't really get to connect with the individual. So first thing you got to do as a business owner, which chances are you don't have a higher, you know, hiring department, which you, you don't really need early on, right? It's going to be you, but you have to understand that your time is also very important. It could be very, very exhausting. It could be demotivating. And also what it allow you to do is compromise your standards. If you don't go into these interviews with energy, with optimism, right? And how do we do that? Because we vet the applicant first. <laughs> That's the key. You got to vet the applicant first. You can't just you know, just bring anybody into an interview because you're not going to be motivated, right? So before what happened was, is we talked about somebody that we met through a paint store or we met through a friend or even worse, a coworker, right? And we say, Hey, give me their number, right? And we don't take them through the same process that somebody would apply on indeed. There's nothing wrong with finding help through people, you know, in your network, but they need to be treated in the same manner. Now, some of you listening to this or watching this, you might have made a bad hiring decision. <laughs> okay, so maybe some of this will ring a bell. Maybe you met someone through a coworker or you met someone through, you know, a representative of a store that you frequent. They know what type of work you do and it didn't work out, right? So it's important to reverse engineer that so you don't make the same mistake. And for me, if you told me everything you did, I could easily tell you why it didn't work out. You didn't vet them hard enough. You didn't really get to know them. You know, for some people in marriages, it takes over a year to truly get to know somebody. We're trying to do it within a couple interactions. It's just not going to happen. For me, when you build a business, you don't have a lot of time to nurture character, right? You have to make sure that you get people that have a good baseline of character. We can teach them the skills that they need 
to perform. Character will outdo skill any day of the week because character means that they're always going to try their best. They're always going to look to improve. So again, we're looking for character. If you've heard this before, very common phrase, hire for character, train for skill. So as we progress, Indeed is a great place to get your applicants. Now the applicant pool is so important. We have to filter out that applicant pool. And how do we do that? We need to create an internal form. This is so important. The internal form is the game changer. This is a form that you can make on Google forms. You can use JotForm. You use some app to create custom questions. Now there's two reasons why this is important. The first reason is, is what we're going to do is we're going to send that link to people that stand out to us on Indeed. So this way, what we're doing is we're taking that 150 and we're going to boil it down to maybe, I don't know, 10. Okay. So we're going to message maybe 10 individuals and we're going to tell them the next phase in our hiring process is for you to fill out this form. Now, guess what? This reminds me a lot like when I received that menu test, right? When the manager of the restaurant I wanted to work for handed me the menu. It's the same thing. The principle is the same. Do you know that not all 10 of those individuals will take the time to fill out your form? Why? Because they don't value the opportunity as much. That's all that it comes down to. There's no excuse. You applied for the job. What were you expecting? For me to just hire you there? No. Go through the process. So what we do is we give them that form. They have to fill it out from top to bottom. But it's not so much them filling it out. It's the quality of their answers. Their strategic questions placed in that form. Really, the goal is to exude the two attributes that I said were most important when looking for an applicant. Accountability and coachability, right? These two things I can work with. These two things are a team player and any good business builds based off of principles of a team. So from there, once we get the form, then it's off to the races. We identify really who has shown accountability, who has showcased coachability, and last, who showcases great character. From here, we go to the next step in our hiring process, which is a phone interview, or we take it another notch. We maybe even do a Zoom interview, a video face-to-face. -face. Feel them out, pick up the energy, so important. There's been times during a phone interview where I was like, I will not work with this person. Their attitude's off. They seem off. I don't know who wrote their, their, their answers on their form, but it wasn't them. So ultimately, it's important. You take people through these channels. And then once you go through this process, at the end, you should find yourself a very, very good applicant. Now, of course, after a phone interview is an in-person interview. And in the next video or maybe another episode, we'll cover kind of what to say in those interviews. But really, if you're listening to this and you're thinking, I don't do any of that. Well, that could be one of the big problems in your business right now. And I've seen this firsthand. If you look around at your team, you, you have no system for hiring, right? And this is very dangerous if you're looking to scale your business. And the reason why is because you have nothing to fall back on, right? So in other words, you might say, well, I want to grow my business. And then you would look at your team and say, well, how did I find these people? Well, one I met through a friend, one I met through the paint store, and then the other one just walked up to me on a job. In other words, everything that you've done up to this point has been lucky. Same thing goes with like the jobs that you have, right? So if you have 
you know, paint jobs and you're looking to get more paint jobs, if the only way you've ever gotten paint jobs is word of mouth, it's going to be hard for you to control getting more paint jobs because you have no impact on the demand, right? So it's important early on to create impact in different ways in your business, right? You want to impact the results of hiring. You want to impact the results of leads, right? So important. So in any case, I want to thank you for listening to this. I hope this helps you in your business, develop a strong hiring system. Maybe think about some things that you might be doing differently. And I encourage you to continue to listen to the Contractor Secrets Podcast. Thank you so much. My name's Tanner, founder of Drip Jobs, the all-in-one automation business contractor software that's changing the game. It allows you to do everything you need to run your business with sending proposals, creating invoices, automatically following up with leads and customers, scheduling your jobs, creating change orders, work orders, and a mobile app for you to run your business on the go. I encourage you to try a 14-day free trial at dripjobs.com. Now, if you're a podcast listener, I got a special, special, special coupon for you. You're going to put in contractor secrets as the coupon code, and you are going to get an extended 30-day trial. So if you want to try out Drip Jobs, head over to dripjobs.com, put in coupon code contractor secrets. Thank you so much. We'll see you on the next episode.